Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Tings and Things podcast. Uh, today, we have a phenomenal, phenomenal, special, special episode. Emphasis on the phenomenal. Phenomenal. Three times, three times. Um, we have uh, Manny Wells on the podcast, but um, you guys are going to love this. This is, we did this not too long ago. Guys, great vibes. We learned a lot. We spoke about so much stuff. Uh, I don't know, what, what did you think about it before we get in? I think it was just super insightful conversation. For sure. And I think it was just um, really necessary for the time. Yeah. I think he dropped so many gems about his his artistry, mm. um, the current situation that's going on in Nigeria. Um, and I really got to delve into who Manny Wells is for as sure. a person. And he's hilarious, but so deeply calculated and measured. For sure. And you guys are going to love this. You guys are going to enjoy the episode. So without further ado, here we go. <laughs> we here. Look, but we made it. Jeez. Okay. You're in the DMV? I'm in LA right now. Okay. LA! Sweet. it up. Sir. How long are you there for? What are you doing? Yeah, bro. Music, what's happening that time? Yeah, just cooking up. Just um, linking up with homies, linking up with friends. And just writing and producing stuff. That's so sick. Your work you know, rate is unmatched. For, for other people. You say, say again? Your work rate is unmatched because you just put out the EP and now you're back again. Oh, yeah. We don't stop. I was, watching, I was watching the, the meta thing, bro. I've never felt so lazy in my entire life, bro. Like, <laughs> three days. He's like, I'm locking in. And the thing that was crazy that killed me was you said, like, whether the songs suck or they're good, I'm still putting them out. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you're a musician. You work with so many people. You know how many artists are like, I'm putting that out, bro. Like, no, 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 we're not ready for this. You were just like, dude, yeah, I'm doing it. This is happening, hundred percent. Like, what? It was a challenge for me. Tell me, like, how how did that come about? First of all, because I'm very curious about that. I was listening to um, who's I listening to? I think Rema. He okay. dropped four songs or something. Or five, the, like the first EP with that Do Me Be. And I was just talking to my boy and I was like, damn, like, I want to drop three songs. And I was like, hold on. I'm going to do three songs in three days. <laughs> and I was like, hold on. Dude. If it sucks, I'm going to still drop it. But see, that, that and was, I was like, right oh, shit. That's, that's where it's Yeah. Because that, that takes a lot. Because you don't know what's so going to make I had to make it good. Yeah. I didn't have a choice because I actually made four songs. And then the fact that you were documenting it also, so you couldn't like hide and like do other I things. I couldn't, yeah. Know, like, I couldn't hide. I couldn't hide it because I wanted it to be like super real and I wanted people to see that, yeah, I actually worked on these songs. And mm -hmm. at some points, you know, it was hard to get certain thoughts out. So I had to take a nap. I had to go out. But I, I had like, even for the last song, I did that in like five hours. Like, and then, and then the other I thing to, was, I didn't know. At that point, I just thought you were like just an artist, right? So I didn't know you were producing. Yeah. Now I see the fingers on the keys like this. I'm like, oh my man, <laughs> he really plays. And the things you're doing with percussion and stuff like that, dude. I was like, I was so unprepared for it because I heard the music. I was like, yo, this is a vibe. I like it. I heard Mirage first, so I went in the wrong order. But it was like floating jumped out at me. And then I was like, yo, this guy is on something. So then I'm now looking for like the inside scoops, like maybe he's in the studio. Let Wait, me see what he's floating on with Thames. Is that yeah. the one with Thames? No, Thames is the one with Vengeance. Uh, Peace is the one with Thames. Okay. okay. Oh, Peace is fine. Yeah, no, Peace that's fine right. too. But like, yeah, so now I'm seeing you playing stuff and I'm like, okay, this is, this is a whole different conversation now because my man is musical. He definitely has a rhythm. You don't need a lot of people. Was that your engineer in the studio that you were with? Was it just your um wait for for Meta? For Meta, yeah. Because I think no, that was just my homie. That was just my homie. Then the guitarist came at the end, right? Yeah, guitarist came. So I for that I sent I sent all the songs to an engineer to mix. Okay. But I had recorded everything. And then I had one of my homies. He was he was just around and he's like, Yeah, Yo, what you doing? No, I told him, I was like, Yo, I'm starting this. Cause it was I was talking to him. Uh -huh. about the three-day project. And I was like, yo, I actually start this day. He was like, all right, I'll pull up. Then he pulled up. That's and then we just started it. Because he was actually working from home that day. So he was, he was on his laptop sometimes and just 
we were vibing sometimes, you know. But it was it was such a it was such a vibe. I, I definitely want to do it again. Mm. Like yeah, would you lock in and do like a whole project like that, like a full full body of work, or uh, would it just be like for the small things? EP vibes three four. Songs. I think I, I yeah, I think I'll do uh, the small things. I'll do three days, okay. and I might. I, th- I think for that for the next one, I'm thinking about inviting like a like a second producer or, and I want to, I'm thinking about making it a thing. If we could go somewhere for like three days yeah, yeah, like and just lock in. Yeah, know, just three days like though. Dreamville guys did the, the last two albums, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. We just bring yeah. collaborators, you have different rooms, people just doing, you're just going in and out, like just probably recording a day, running there. That's so yeah. yeah. So let's like, yeah. let's take this back, back, back. Like for you, what's, what's your musical journey? How did you get into it? Um, I can tell you're very musical, obviously, like you play and you you have a rhythm. Um, where did where did this all start for you, bro? Uh my dad, my dad's a musician in Nigeria. Mm. And um like my whole family, honestly, is just a family of musicians. Like my cousin Zamir um in Nigeria, he raps as well. He was in he's in a like a collective called LOS. They were um they were kind of like bubbling back in the days and now like everybody grew up and everybody's like back and just pushing their stuff. So Zamir Raps, amazing rapper, producer, artist, creative in general. Mm. On my dad, like my my younger siblings sing. My young, one of my brothers sings way better than me and he doesn't even care about singing. (laughs) So it's like, and he's 15, you know? So like my, my family's just really, Musical, you know. That's so cool, man. Did you grow up in the church? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I grew up in the church. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're pastors' kids as well, so we've we've been. Ah. Uh, we the vibes. <laughs> you know, you know the all night prayer meetings. You know the all night prayer where you have to play the whole night, my guy. You know, no, no, no. That's oh where it comes from. And I, personally speaking, yeah, even even um, you know, go for it, go for it. Even like last last was it two weeks ago, we had a church program. Um, it was like a virtual. So a little story, like every year we do this event for 24 hours in my church. Like we're just chilling, eating, sleeping, dancing, vibing in church for 24 hours. But because of COVID, we couldn't really do that. So we did seven hours and I had to play seven hours straight, just keys, just yeah. playing. <laughs> and I was like... Did you know about this, man? Come on. Somebody's beautiful. Because, like, you know when they catch you backstage slipping, like, you're trying to rest, and then they're like, oh, oh, man. Man. the drums now. Yeah. That's how it be. That's how it be. Yeah, man. Like, That's crazy. The musicians I've ever met do all in church. Everyone. Because it's like, yeah. everything is nurtured. There's so much stuff going yeah. on. I I probably only met one that was that didn't grow up in church and I was surprised. Right? I was surprised. I was like, so like where are you from? <laughs> like what planet is this dog? I've never been there. Right. Well, so talk to me, like um you so you're playing that side as well when you go to America? Like, Say again? You got into churches in America, you're playing, were you doing music live? Like how is um it? yeah, so like, you know, we're all PT and my dad had a church, so I was like I was playing drums, and then drum A. Like I started, I started with keys, but then I sat on the drums for a while, mm. and I recently just got back on the keys, like maybe in the last six years, you know. So that that's that's been like my journey, just like instruments like just yeah just digging in and singing back up for my dad and just digging into the instruments and the sounds and but at the back of my mind I always wanted to produce okay so when I was 15 I, I saw Ryan Leslie make a beat Ryan Leslie was the one and um I was like oh but these those oh yeah where he's just like, like that's right singing, playing playing the drums yeah I remember those exactly that's why like I I enjoy showing my process too because of Ryan Leslie that's um cool. So I saw that and I was like, oh, this is, yeah, I want to do this. Like, I'm going to do this. Not even I want to do this. I'm going to do this. So I called the mayor and I was like, because he, he, they used to come to the States every summer. And I was like, yo, what's that, what's that software that we're using to make beats? He's like, oh, Fruity Loops. I downloaded it. And ever since then, I just grew. 
And then I started learning new new software. Right. Because now and I'm about now, to now yeah, here. ask you, what's your, what's your VST? What do you use? What are you producing? Oh, man. My, my favorite DAW is, is um Ableton. Ableton? Okay. Uh, Ableton is a vibe. And then VST, like sounds. Mm. I, I love um, Omnisphere. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love Omnisphere. Omnisphere is dope. And I love... Um, what else? And then I just use a lot of like, just. I usually use a lot of live stuff and random things like glass cups and. Dude, okay, so this is what I'm saying. You, you was it a light bulb that you like screwed out? Of? Yeah, a light bulb. Yeah, light bulb yeah and, I just, hanger. and then he's just there like, but you were smiling. <laughs> yeah, I was just smiling. <laughs> and I was like, yo, yo, wait, wait, wait till you see, wait till you see how I made floating. We're gonna like. I can't wait. I'll tell like I went to the window and I was just scratching. So that that hat sound is actually not even the hi hat. It's just like that. I love that though because also I think for a lot of um, even be it up and coming or people who think producing is a certain type of way, it's good to see people kind of break that mold. Those are some of my yeah. favorite producers who like use natural sounds or people who just kind of do things that aren't like the core things. So it's not like oh this is just an eight oh eight or this is just a synth line i'm gonna try to do this i'm gonna try to do that and then the other thing i noticed with you is like you you can like sit and play something for a while until you, you yeah know, this is this is where it's at so for you it's a lot about feeling right mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta feel it and sometimes that feeling is immediate sometimes yeah. i just know i don't even need to play for an hour or more and sometimes i just play for like three days it's just the same thing right? and it's just looping. feeling okay yeah now, is, is so it, it, yeah, because you talked about like you writing for other people as well, right? Mm-hmm. How is your, what's your process in the studio when you're collaborating versus how you move by yourself? I'm a servant. So it's not about me when, when, when I'm collaborating, like, and it's fun. It's fun collaborating. It's fun serving and just seeing, even when I'm, like, I've been collaborating with like other producers mm. and just like letting them start. Like, I just let them start. And then by the time I just do oh, one thing, it's, it's like, it's over. Like, I just get on and add a baseline or I suggest a, a snare pattern and that elevates the whole song. So when I'm doing it for other people, I'm serving and I'm like, if I'm writing, I'm asking how are they doing and I press record on a, on a voice note and I just let them talk and I'm like, oh, that's the, that's the song right there. This minute 216 or 316 that's the wow. song yeah it's, a, it's it's such a good vibe because like it's like it's like mental exercise I so i enjoy doing it because people right like you're you're really like fee- feeding the ground seeing what's what and then you kind of just move with that flow yeah exactly yeah wow. yeah because I, I know i mean I've, I've worked with a few musicians, but I don't see a lot of people who give the, the room for that kind of freedom. Sometimes there's too much ego and it's like, oh, but I'm, I'm good at this. And then they just start and you can see how like it can mess the feng shui, the feng shui in the studio. But like, yeah. you seem so super chill, like just like, hey man, just vibe, do what you do. Yeah, man, like I, I don't, I mean, I know I'm good. Like nobody needs, I don't need to prove it. Like yeah. I'm in the room because I'm good. Like, That's good. That's good. The people I'm working with are, or, you know, they've done some crazy shit. So the fact that I'm in the room, I'm good. So I don't even need to prove it. So they're looking at me like, oh, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm here to learn. Like, I'm here to serve and I'm here to learn. Because at the end of the day, I want my next project. Self, like, if I'm even looking at it from a selfish standpoint, my next project needs to be better than Mirage. So like, I need to go out and do something different to come back figure out how to elevate my sound so i'm gonna sit i'm gonna listen i'm gonna serve and you you'll always pick up one or two things when you collab and they'll pick up something from you too because like i i showed somebody something the other day we had a session like it was it yesterday and he was doing that same thing i was like ah that's tight okay you know what i'm saying yeah so and vice versa i came home and i just looked up what he was doing i was like oh and then i added my own twist to it and i'm like yeah i get it hey yeah you must teach us your ways, bro, because we actually steady learning. So I'm curious. Yeah. How do you balance, like, your creative output with just everything that's going on in the world right now? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, things are hectic. Uh, how do you balance that? Because your work rate and, like, the end product is not affected by, like, what's going on right now. Like, how, do you, how are you able to block that all out? 
I don't. I don't know if I block it out. I think I let it in, and then I let it bleed through whatever I'm making. So when everything was SARS first, like a week ago, it started. It SARS when like started like maybe two weeks ago or two and a half weeks, but like about a week ago, that's when it hit me. Mm. Oh, this is real. And the day it hit me, actually really hit me on the way to the studio. And I ended up making something about freedom because of the way I felt. So even yesterday, it hit me on another level that people were really dying in Nigeria. And I was like, I almost didn't go to the studio. I was like, man, I don't feel like going. But I was like, yo, let me go. And I went and same thing, ended up creating something that I didn't expect to make, you know? So like, I usually let it in and I, I try to push through. And if you can't push through, honestly, just chill mm. and feel. And, you know, try to figure, try to stay positive through it, but like, just chill and feel. I think that's so important, man, especially as a creative. I think a lot of us tend to shy away from opportunities or, or like, even talking about creating, it's like, Someone would think elsewhere, like, oh, how can you be, like, in the studio in the time? Or how can you, what, what? And then you, you're like, no, I'm feeling all of this, and I'm going to channel this for you guys. I'm going to do this for you. Like, I think that takes, yeah. it takes a, a, a different kind of maturity, and it also takes, like, you just being open. Like, really, really, really open and being okay with that. Uh, we have a job. We all have a job. Like, we all have work to do in this world. It's like everybody's going to feel, but if somebody gets shot, is a doctor going to say, oh, man, I'm sorry they got shot? Yeah. Like, no, you got to heal that wound, but you got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. So as an artist, our job is to create, or I forgot who's, I think, I don't know if it was Nina Simone, but it's like the artist's job is to create, like it's supposed to be a reflection of the times. Yes. Something like that. Is that Nina Simone? I don't know if it was her, and I was that that phrase always hits me because it's like you have a job to do. Like if if the house is dirty and you're a cleaner, you're not gonna say, "Oh, I'm feeling this right on the clean." Like it's the job or the president. Oh, I'm feeling sad. You gotta leave people. Yeah. So like we all have a job, and once we realize that we all have a job, some people's job is to be out there protesting. Some artists are out there like me. Like I'm big on that stuff. Like I will go out there and and yell at the cop, like, that's me. But then also my other job, my, my like my first job is like creating. Mm. So I really like the, the emphasis you put on that, G. Cause I don't know, I think a lot of times artists tend to be very selfish with that kind of stuff. And creatives as well. Yeah. Like, ah, hey, that's not my, uh, and I've also seen, I mean, with, with all the things that have happened throughout the course of the year, there's artists that I've seen like, Yo, don't put me in this title. Don't do this, do that. Some people like completely running away from something. And from so many different angles, you can look and say like, ah, but I mean, but I mean, but what you're saying, breaking it down to responsibility and, and like just pure passion and stuff. Like, look, if you want to change and you keep talking about this, how about you really put in that work? And your, yeah. feed, your feed really reflects that. No, it does. It does. We were very vocal. Yeah, I'm like, I... You know, like, there are certain artists that just want to be aesthetically pleasing. And don't get me wrong, I do too. Like, you know, somebody's page and they always look, like, cool and they got the glasses and they, like, <laughs> it's tight. Yeah. But, like, if you're doing all that and the people that are listening to your music are dying, yeah, what's the, what's the purpose? You know, like, people from your home country are dying and you don't want to post a tweet about it. And, and that's, like, been my thing with all this like i've been i've been shouting about this for the past two weeks yeah. but now it's, it's just i mean it sucks but people are now just like responding to it so it's like do we have to see people die in front of us to you say oh my god this is terrible mm-hmm. no it's been terrible like Long it's been a thing for two weeks they've been protesting for 10 days or is it more now it's like I've been saying this for a while, but people were just like, oh, my God. So, I don't know, man. Life, pe- people are interesting, but I, I just push through. Well, for those people that don't know, because our audience is quite wide-ranging, um, you mentioned SARS and what's going on in Nigeria. Do you want to tell the people about what's going on 
and like how we can plug yeah. it and get involved. Yeah, for sure. Um, so size is is um is it, is it is like a was it is a unit in the police force that was supposed to help with like um like robberies and I think they're like Robbery. special anti-robbery something like that. But these people have just been killing people like me, like people like us. We look young, we look fly, we look decent. They question us, and that's because one, our system is corrupt. The government is disgusting. Speaking the government that. takes like the government just like they make so much money that it doesn't even make sense. Like what what are you doing with all that money? Like um, they might be making more than even people in the in the states, which is oh, just yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, you know. Like I went to some, I mean, but anyway, so that's, that's what that is. And the youth, us, people like us are just speaking up against that because gone are the days where we keep quiet. Like I'm so proud of our generation, like the millennials and the, it was a Gen Z, Gen, Gen, Gen X, Gen X, Gen X, there's too many, bro. There's too many gens, but I'm just <laughs> proud of us <laughs> because like we're we're speaking up like, you know, we've always asked questions like I've just always questioned things since I was younger and the parents will look at us like, fuck my dear, we don't we gotta ask your daddy that. Well, I'm like, shit, nigga, I'm asking you, like, <laughs> you give me an answer. <laughs> that's, that's real. <laughs> so that's what everybody is doing It's like. No, we're not gonna stand for this. Oh, yeah. And it's unfortunate people are gonna people are dying and people are gonna die on the front lines. But like I believe I believe there's gonna be a change if we like keep the same energy and honestly pick it up. But like that's essentially what's going on. And to help just make noise about it on social media because they are removing every form of protest and like only a few media outlets, outlets were covering it. But like the presidents and the government in Nigeria need to be checked and they need to be held accountable. And there's a lot of ego in place. And I'm not sure like how like human rights work when it comes to like a, a a global thing. But I think that they can be charged for certain things because even yesterday there was a curfew and they like they were after shooting the people in the dark. They, they put huh? the, after during the yeah like. Doing it was doing the. I heard it was like doing the protest, and they they gave people four hours to go home. Four hours, and they like turned off the like, lights and like they turned off the lights and started shooting people. People died. Yeah, I saw I saw some clips of that thing. It's crazy, man. So they just need to be checked, but we got to make more noise. I'm glad people are like tweeting now. I've seen it. I'm seeing it everywhere. Like you know, people. I'm still saying people wanted to just like promote their own music. And I'm like, well, you know, that's up to you. Right. I don't know who's going to listen right now. Wow. Like even my project just came out and I don't even care. Like, yeah, I do not care about Mirage right you now. You haven't been talking about it at all. Like <laughs> Exactly. Not like that at all. I think I saw so, one little promo thing on you, but that was like probably the week it came out with just snippets of the songs, like the first two. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I, do, I did see a tweet of yours that saying you would be donating um, the proceeds of the newest project. Yeah. To Nigeria. So yeah, go stream go stream the album because it's going to help. Stream it. We're going to do some merch because I think it's going to be easier to do the merch. So like, I'm, we're trying to figure out like where we could just drop it and how whatever percentage we could do to send to people, we're just going to do that. Like, we're just going to send it because... Man, people are people are really fighting in Nigeria. It's so so encouraging, but it's just, it's heartbreaking to see people die. Mm. But you know, I feel like I feel like things are gonna things will get better. Things have to get better. And I think also so. if people see you know people like you standing up speaking, you know, also telling them, look, you don't have to do this. You can do a bunch of other things. I think that also instills a different kind of confidence for people to get involved. Because like I know a lot of people, myself included, I get triggered so quickly sometimes it like throws me off that I can't really pay attention or fully understand or articulate myself even. So yeah. see someone like you as a creative who's like, yo, I'm putting this on the back burner. I'm gonna focus on this because this is who I am. It yeah. like also makes me think you're like, okay, what what things can I be doing for people back home for this, for that? Like in, in my specific, you know, form of right. in that sense, you know? So yeah, I, that's yeah. 
course, man. It's definitely bigger than just music. Oh, big facts. It's so, yeah, man. Like, yes. and I always have to remind myself that sometimes, like, I think I even realize that um, I'm more passionate about people than I am about music. So, like, the fact that I could put out a crazy project and I don't even care about the promotion right now, yeah, it just, you know, like, I want to, because the people, people that are listening to my project are getting killed. So even if I was being selfish, I need to make sure they're okay so they can listen to my music. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, people, people, I don't people aren't even that. thinking like that. I hear you, bro. Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. But it's like when you break it down like that, it's like, come on, dog. It's so simple. Like this is the even if you wanted to be selfish, you have to make this, push this, so that you can win at the end of the day. Yeah. If you get a bro, you need to you need to talk more often, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it put like that. But now like, that you say it, it makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, big facts. Yeah, man. Hmm. I don't know. You've you've inspired me. I think no, for, for sure. me, just hearing your story, just your journey, especially in the states and everything that you went through, overcoming adversity and still winning, but then not like sitting on this hill and saying, hey, I finally made it. But trying to always, like, give this helping hand back to the people where you come from. Mm. Uh, that That's so encouraging for me. And I think so many, like, young creatives need to follow you as the model in that sense. Yeah. No, bless no, God. Bro, for real. Because, like, it's, it, it also removes all ego out of it. I think there was something else that stood out to me a lot with when you get to talking about spirituality and where you are, you're very, like... You're very set. I think a lot of people, even in the studio, in the meta session, you're like, yo, we have to pray. Like, right? Yeah. You're like, yo, we, we have to pray. And then uh, there was one where you were talking about your routines and stuff. And you're like, first thing I do is I wake up in the morning, I pray, I pray, I pray. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I, I also really like that the spirituality, the side where you're like, this is who I am as a person. This doesn't die. This is part of yeah. my fabric, all that stuff that you carry that. Because even for me, there are times when I'm like, I may just shy away by doing this and when I should be speaking up in certain instances or even if it's just carrying the lifestyle more often. But if, when I saw that, bro, I instantly, first I was like, you must be a pastor. This one. <laughs> and then the second, the second one, the second thing was, I was just, it, it was more like uh, uh, an accountability check for me to be like, yo, what are yeah. you, bro? like, what have you been doing? How often is this part of your daily routine, your daily lifestyle? And I think that kind of stuff really builds character and it shows who you are as a person at your core. So kudos, Brandon. Yeah, man. Thank you. It's, You're keeping us in check. Man, I'm keeping myself in check because like even putting things like that out there and going through some days where you don't even pray, like you don't even have the strength to pray, but then you guys are able to remind me like, you know, I'm supposed to pray. And I'm like, oh shoot. Like as you're talking, I'm like, dang. Did I really pray this morning? Because yeah. I don't even think I prayed. I just I just gave God a what's up type prayer. Oh, just, you know what I'm saying? But like... One of those, the morning ones, it's like, hey, Big G, I'm here. Yeah. Thank you. you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, but no, nah, it's, it's it's hard, but like, I'm, I'm trying to get better, honestly. That's it. Bro, you're so humble. Like, it's actually annoying. Like, I'm just like, this dude... Yeah, your humbleness to success humble, ratio. It's like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't work on paper. Like, I, when I tell you, bro, I was just like reading up. I was like, who is this guy? And then every interview, <laughs> you're so calm. You're literally like, just like, mm-hmm, I like this, I like that. I don't like this, I like... I was like you don't get people like this. I promise you, they are not made like this no more. Hey, man. Hey, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. On a real level, you're making us look bad on Instagram with these fits. Bro, bro. Yeah, bro. Can we, can, can we talk? Can we talk? My <laughs> yo. Now, that, now, that we're, now that we're in class, yo. this is our pitch to yo. you. Can you just like up our swag? Like, Listen. Just like this here. Just put me in contact with whoever's styling, whoever's picking like, the colors. I had a little bit of sauce or something going on oh, here. Like, yes. Man, holds up, bro. Yeah. We were just traveling. I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> Definitely need to reevaluate uh, what I'm doing. <laughs> Restock. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. 
<laughs> but I like your style. It's like very, it's it's so effortless. It's super chill. And um, thank you, man. Going back to the, I think the first song I saw was actually the one you did with Stro. Um, mm-hmm. Who produced that? I, I co-produced that. Okay. Yeah. So even that day, that was the first time we met. Um, we did it with this um, company called Treble. Mm. So yeah, Treble was, just like boys, Treble. They sent me up. Yeah. They didn't got me with hey. the money. <laughs> I was like, yo, this guy with this New York accent. They um they set us up and they're like, oh, just I think you guys will be good. We look, we met, then um he's like, oh, this guy's cool. And then he said the same thing about me. And then it was um we were in the studio with this guy, Mike Irish, and we just started cooking up. So sick. and then I was just and honestly we did that in a day. No, we did that the first time we met. You know, there's like studio sessions where you know, okay, they're coming back to this, they keep working. Mm-hmm. Just the progress of the music that day. I think you had even done all your takes and like you were finished. Like everything was done. done. Yeah, I was done. Yo. I just, yeah. It was, it was like, that was one of the most effortless sessions I've ever been in my life. Wow. And it was so, it was so good. Well, now that we talk about all the good stuff, can you, can you give me a story of some of the worst sessions you've ever been in? You don't have to say who's who. Just, just like what was horrible. Like what was a bad thing? Oh my God. You just, Link over people that can't. Okay. So there's 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 people that are early in like their their um career okay. that they need to develop. I like I enjoy that because we've all been there. Right. There's and people that aren't good. Mm. People that just aren't good and can't sing and like <laughs> or can't rap and you're just like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're doing the wrong thing, my you, guy. You do, like, <laughs> engineer, like, yo, bro, like, how many more yo, hours? Yeah, like, it's, you guys, and then, like, you cut it off by hour, like, yeah, like, I'm about to head out, and you just never get back in the session with them again. Mm. Like, I just, yeah, that's happened not too many times, but it's when it happens, mm. and, like, I'm, I'm usually able to spot those from afar, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm only gonna be here for an hour, so. That's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, man. But I work with some crazy talented people. And also, wait, you have a? Is it a clothing label? You have a label. What's what's so Ife? like? What's Ife? So Ife means love. Mm-hmm. Um, is this it's honestly just a company that I started to run all my endeavors through? Okay. And then we have Ulala, which is the lifestyle that we live, which which to us it means happy to be alive. Despite all the hardships we live and we go through, we're still happy to be alive and we're grateful. It's like when you listen to the song and it says Ulala or Ula, Ula, like all those, it's just like a reminder and it's like a staple that this is why we're here. This is what we're doing. So even in my personal life, when I'm feeling down, I just, I think I pray and then I try to think of ooh la la, it's like you're alive. You know, like people are dying and people are dying in Nigeria, people are suffering. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a, I'm in LA for a month, you know. That's a that's a blessing on its own, like ooh la la. You know? Like it's I don't um oh, it's not even like by my might. It's not it's not my power, it's just all God. So you feel like it's the company and then ooh la la is like the lifestyle. So that's your Which is commercial entity. See, the Nigerian roots are showing. The Nigerian roots are showing. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I love, like, ooh la la, we're trying to, we're building it. We're also going to drop some some, some merch along with that. It's not even just dropping merch or clothing. Or, like, it's really just pushing that lifestyle so that people could be, people can live a more grateful life. Like well, honestly, when you push yourself to be grateful, I think things change. Like your perspective changes because you you have another perspective and you don't see things in the dark all the time. So no, I appreciate this, bro. And um, so, what are you like? Oh, you said you're working. You're just doing studio sessions with people right now in LA. That's what. The, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for the next month, I'm here just cooking up. Yeah, it's 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 been good, man. Like we've made some we've made some crazy things in the last I really I really just started like a week ago. 
Okay. So I've been here for like two weeks now, but I really just started like a week ago. And yeah, man, it's it's been a vibe. So we're just gonna keep it pushing. You collaborating with other African artists or just Americans right now? Like you? Um. Yeah, we. I didn't. I just did some stuff with like Jules. You guys mess with Jules? I don't know if I know Jules. Mm -hmm. Oh man, Jules, baby, he's like a producer. But you've like you've mentioned like artists um, that I already wrote down. So after yeah, this, I'm now, now you put us on. Yeah, so I'm the like, uh, <laughs> Next thing it's the clothing. I'm just gonna nah, take Jules. Don't so remember me. <laughs> Jules is like a. I'm sure you've heard some of his songs. I'm pretty he sure produces maybe. it, but he releases it as an artist with other like a DJ Khaled type vibe. Okay, okay. that's it. So um, just did some stuff with him. He's from Ghana. Okay. Um, Kel P. Oh, you guys know Kel P. The producer. Uh, Kel, Kel P is like, yeah, Kel P is lit. He just did, he did some stuff for like Burner and like all the Afrobeats guys. So like, I mean, I'm talking to most of these guys. I'm collaborating with them. And, you know, hopefully we do some crazy Shit. And there's some other people that yeah you can't I can't really yeah I don't so. know okay. okay. hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when those things come out I'm like I know that guy <laughs> yeah this, when it comes out and, and they say Manny produced it or, or wrote it or both it's, yeah it's a wrap so so this was something else I wanted to ask you just seeing how you move in the studio and stuff are you like obsessive with things like when you're in you're really like you zone out you tap out and you just do you work yourself to ridiculous states where you're like, oh, I need to sleep. Oh, I haven't eaten. Oh, like, how's your... Oh, I cannot... I used to, but I cannot create without eating. I cannot do anything without eating. Like, <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we had this conversation an hour or two hours later without me eating, like, I wouldn't even have the same energy. Like, I have no energy when I don't eat. Yeah, I'm just really cranky. Like, everybody knows, just just give Manny food. <laughs> he'll be all right. Just to get, feed him, he'll be Just cool. give him food. Like, sleep, like, I can run on low amounts of sleep, but I have my days where, like, all right, I just need to get my eight hours today. Food, though, mm -mm. I gotta eat. I, I'm not one of those people that's like, Oh, F food. Nah, bro, <laughs> give me food. <laughs> Yo. Oh, and then the other thing I wanted to ask, like, just yeah, because uh, COVID is just, I mean, it ruined things for a lot of people in terms of, like, studios. I'm pretty sure studios were closed down wherever you were, like, you yeah. a bunch of stuff. So, like, yeah. I was been in the space of time with that. When you were, were supposed like, to be touring. Yeah, you were supposed to Was it with Yeah. No, so we did we did the Jadena tour already, bro. I was I was doing my tour. Oh, okay. So we started my tour and we did we started off with three dates. And we did the three days and we came home. We did the three days to see how things were gonna go. And then after the last day, LA, I came home and COVID hit. Like COVID hit while COVID was in freaking Seattle while I was in LA. And I was like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm going home. <laughs> I went back to Maryland. I was home. And then it got bad in like two weeks. And I said at work. So I took all my stuff from so I have like my my announcement that when you see all my stuff and like Yeah, yeah I see. What do you say? Yeah, okay, okay. Like my my aunts. My aunt's uh, basement where I had like all my stuff in. I moved it and I put it in my living room and I didn't move for like three months. Jeez. I was just I was just in the living room. Like if you we have I have I took pictures, like my living my house is like a little small. But, like I was in the living room, my brothers, there's a TV, there's FIFA, and then there's the room upstairs. I didn't move, I didn't go to a grocery store during COVID. Didn't do any it took I didn't do anything till June. Jeez. So from February. I was just, I said, what? But I didn't even want to open the door and sniff the air. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Matthew! <laughs> let me say, let 
Let me tell you, like super, super, super paranoid when this was all happening. But I was paranoid because I didn't know. I didn't like there was so much false information there like yeah, there was in the of, air. There was a lot, yeah. So they, this one day we went out and like the window was a little bit open. Yo, I freaked out. I was like, wind up the window now. Roll it up. Ain't trying to die, bro. Yo, man. Yo. Crazy, yo. Were, like antsy and, and weird. Because that, that was the same thing. Like we were traveling. I literally saw him in the space of three days. Like we were traveling together. And then I was like, oh, I'll see you at this train. Yeah. In two days, I get home. I go to the airport and the guys at the gate were like, ah, B. Like, you turn, just go back. Damn. Just you go, go back. back. At least this was end of no, March. 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 We had a wedding that we've been planning to go to. Bro, I had my first a, fit a like, year. I was ready. Like, our friend, told us, I was so ready. our friend told us, hey, listen, guys, I know it's going to take a while for you guys to sort out everything because she has people coming in from all over the world. Yeah. She's like, this is the date, be here. So we were like, yo, you got your fits ready, da 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 da, ready to go. We're supposed to leave on the Wednesday. Right. On the Tuesday, I texted him. I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> so he was like, yo, it's an L. I was like, maybe for you, but I'm going okay. to get <laughs> I'm going. Bro, I get there and I call him again. I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico. I mean, we supposed to go to Afro Nation. Oh, really? Oh. Afro Nation. Oh, me, I already pulled out a week before they even canceled. In my head, there was no more Afro Nation. And I had people that was like, we're going. We're going. I, there's like three, three or five people that still went to Puerto Rico. I'm like, I am not going anywhere. Right. Sitting my ass at home. I told my sister, if you go, you can't come back in this house. <laughs> I told my sister, you can't come back in this house, bro. No, Because you're like, I mean, you also, you have to protect your surroundings and stuff as well. Like, yeah. I understand where that comes from. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, but if you have time, if your lungs don't work, I don't know if you're gonna be able to do what you do. So exactly, it's that same thing when you talk about making the music for the people who you know you need to listen to it. Like it's the same thing. Like yeah. we need you to be able yeah. to. Sing. Exactly. So. You know what I'm saying? Because floating, floating's a vibe. But I, I'm gonna, I'm waiting for the next jam, bro. I'm so yeah. ready for your stuff. Oh my gosh. It's it's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. You have three projects, again? Pro, Meta, and uh huh. Okay, all right. I had a, there was a there was another one that was out, but we had to um, there's some issues and we had to take it down. It's called Wells. Okay, are you signed to? Yeah, that was before. Nah, I'm indie. Oh, okay. speak on the brand. There's a lot of kids who are listening, and they're probably like, "Yo, how drop a few jobs?" Because you write as well. That's a whole. That's a whole thing. And then you're a producer. And then yeah, exactly. So like break that down in terms so, of independence. Like. There are there are numerous artists like myself or creative. I'm gonna show that you're in my head, I'm like a four was it Fortune five hundred company. So just as an artist alone, I could just make music, sing, rap, and I could do shows and sell merch. As a producer, I can make beats for myself, but then I can make beats for other people. Mm-hmm. I can try to make beats for commercials. Yeah. I can try to make beats for companies, whatever. And then as a writer, I can write songs for artists. I can write songs for the commercials. I can do, I can write anything. I can write short pieces. I can do all these things. So there's so many, there are multiple streams of income in this one music space. Mm-hmm. So when people are like diversify your income, like in music, if you're if you're if you're wise, you can really diversify your your income. And then there's brand partnerships and then all these things. So in my head, it's like I need to maintain my creative freedom because I I'm not I'm not about to have a white man telling me how to do Afro beats oh, or how to do Afro fusion. Like, does it even make sense? Nope. Or like to do my sound. So yeah. I'm like, yo, I need to own my music and I need to have creative freedom. And how do we do that? We gotta so we gotta be open to situations where they allow us to keep our masters. So I, um I have a publisher now that's like helping me get into more rooms for writing and production. Awesome. Because I started to do that. 
if I get it, when I get a hit, it's over. I could take that money and put it back into Manny Wells artistry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all like a like seven streams of income in this one field mm-hmm. that you're just moving funds here to here. You're learning more about business and all that stuff. But then when you own your masters, you can just license your music to yeah. a company. Like I've licensed a song to to a company for a year and they give you a bag. Like he like what is it? Five figures? For a song that you didn't even want to release. They could give you like five figures and it's like, oh, if I do this ten times a year and they're giving me ten thousand dollars, I can make a hundred thousand dollars just off of that. If I do it with ten different companies. Mm-hmm. Or I do it with five, and then I take some of that money, I pay my bills, and I flip it. And I, it's like, it's all like a, it's all like business. So once I realized that, I was like, oh, this is how it works. So then I put like, I have my, I have my manager, and then I have like a, like a business advisor slash manager who like helps watches over like things on the business. And then I have my manager that looks into that a little bit, but she's like helping us stay organized helping me like challenging like my creativity and i think you have an accountant to watch your money because especially in the states taxes boy you can go to jail if you don't pay some of them taxes uncle sam doesn't play they uncle sam don't play (laughs) but there's like things to get you real good (laughs) (laughs) so so there's like just put them different people like after I got a good understanding of everything about my whole business, I'm like, okay, now let me work with people that are even that even have more knowledge yeah. about these things. You know, like you know, when it's time to market the project, work with somebody that's good at marketing. Even if you don't have a budget, there's somebody in school that's studying marketing. You can always start something. And needs to practice. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a friend, like 90% of our conversation is life and marketing. We look at marketing like it's it's a um like it's music. Like when people talk about beats, like we talk about marketing and life like that. How like important it is to mark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's so good, man. That's that's my life, man. Just like super important being thing. a you said to find the right people. Well, find people who are high in that field that you're trying to get into. And just bring them in. Like, I think that's, that's yeah. what you say that. But I think what, what was even more profound is, hey, now I understand each aspect of my business. Right. So, so yeah. I know exactly what Yeah, to, so then you can go in there and be like, yo, you're messing up. Like, this is how we should be doing it. Right, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, I have calls with digital, digital marketers and they're like, and I'm like, but how are you running that ad? <laughs> and they're like, what? But they're like, how does he know that? Like, no, I've been through like some trial and error. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, so I understand every little aspect. You said what? I said a lot of people don't pay attention to that. They'll be like, ah, you know, it's for whatever. Meanwhile, like what you're talking about, the creative power and control, that's where a lot of it is, is just being involved with everything that you're doing. So I like that you really take the initiative yeah. to really like make sure you, you you scrutinize everything and everyone everyone who you're working with in the sense of like yo this has to be legit because you also know the work you put in you know what you want your company to look like I think that's amazing yeah exactly like I can't I can't make I can't stress and make good music and like not have the right people watching over it or not you know and nobody's listening to it because at the end of the day I feel like my music is healing. Cause even I'll go some time without listening to my music. I listen to my music and I feel good. Like I, I didn't make it. So like there's something in my music and and I need to make sure more people hear it because if I'm feeling refreshed after listening to my stuff, like people are gonna feel like I played the project for somebody yesterday and they were like, dang, like this, this is just relaxing. Yeah. I'm like, exactly like. You know that's that's why we made these songs. So the intention, I I, I just love how yeah, so like you know what you want, and I think that's so important. If anything, it's also encouraging for us to also be like, yo, when you set goals in the future, be more specific with this and do like this, because that feeling that you're talking about. I mean, like I think everyone wants it. We just a lot of people don't understand how 
to get it or they yeah. think it's some other thing like oh maybe if i make a pop song or if i do this meanwhile it could be right. we need to unscrew the light bulb and get a hanger and just be vibing by the microphone you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh, no. right right it. any advice for the yeah, youngsters because there's going to be tons of people yeah, before we love and leave you right because you're is there um be yourself and just try things fail fast mm. fail fast mm. you got to fail fast because um <laughs> i was talking to my guy that we were talking about marketing he's like man we need to fail fast and he's like if we always have all these ideas and we never try it because we're scared to fail it's better to fail when nobody knows you than to mess up big time when you're as big as whiskey you know what I'm saying? Like when you or like you're as big as Beyonce. Right. Like at that point, you don't want to mess up. Right. Like the, me- the type of messing up you do at that level is small mistakes. But like when you're early, just try a sound, try a, a marketing the tactic, try a try a collaboration. Just try it. Like nobody's watching you right now anyway. Just you're in you're shooting in the gym, so you need to miss. Like you you can't make shots if you don't shoot. Bro. You know what I'm saying? We literally recorded an episode about that today. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were just like, that's crazy. You have to. And even with him, like when we started doing this thing, he was like encouraging me to like, yo, I understand that you you can be educated like this. You can know all this stuff. But this is the time that you need to just throw things on the wall and see what sticks. And I remember like, I don't know if it was a point of pride or just really fear that was the anchor. Mm. That I, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. And then, but like once the ball starts rolling and then you start seeing like you're getting good feedback and people start like messing with your stuff, you're like, ah, me, ah, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like, I, I love hearing that. And the fact that you're so like stern with it, it's also encouraging for me to be like, yo, remember to, but it's okay. Think about it. We were having chats upstairs two years ago in my living room and now we're no, talking with Manny. Like, yeah. you know, hey, 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 this is what we Thank do. you, man. Thank you for having me. You nothing but love and success, and we will be praying for your people. Um, Amen. Appreciate Thank you for joining us. Also, speaking up on all these things, I think it's good. Everyone needs to know, and just the fact that you're so passionate and open, it, it helps a lot, man. So, and then the hopefully, best, when the when the next project's about to come out, you can come join us. Um, Amen. That would be yeah. so amazing. Come, we'll come there and we do this in person. Hey, you dress us up. That would be Sound, camera, all that jazz. I'm coming. I'm just gonna say, yo, these guys, I, think, I think they'd be good with that red. Like, I'm coming for you, man. Yo, Larry, hey, yo that's crazy. Man, thank you guys. Thank, thank you so, so much, man. Be blessed, man. Cheers. All right, yeah. Peace.